It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Welcome, and this is th- uh, my name is Brian K. Wright. I'm the host of Success Profiles Radio, and it's a pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be an amazing show. Uh, I want to share something that I've been thinking about lately, and this is something that actually happened today. I was posting about my show on Facebook in a group, and uh, the admins are good friends of mine. And what I wanted to do was promote today's show and give people a chance to call in because I haven't had a call-in show in quite a while. And so I wanted to post this, and immediately someone marked it as spam. Now, I don't know why someone would do that. There's a huge difference between spam and adding value to somebody. Spam is like, here's my show, come listen to it, and it's not even my group. But providing value is giving an opportunity to have people join the discussion and even talk a little bit about what they do. And so that's what I wanted this show to be about, is to give people an opportunity to have that conversation with me, uh, and I will be flying solo. But here's the part that I really started thinking about. It is only your obligation to speak your truth, live your truth, execute your truth. It is not your responsibility for other people to understand what it is that you're doing. You are responsible to people, but you're not responsible for people. If someone's not ready to receive you exactly who you are, as you are, that's not your problem. It just simply isn't. You're not required to explain your journey to someone who will never, ever understand it. So if you encounter someone who is not understanding what you're doing, if they're just being contrary to everything that you're doing, just remember they're in a much different place in their journey than you are, and that's not your problem. At this point, I would normally introduce a guest, but this week I wanted to do the show solo, as I just alluded to. Before I forget, let me give you the call-in number in case you'd like to call in and participate in today's discussion. That number is 866-404-6519. Once again, that number is 866-404-6519. Today, I want to spend some time talking about leadership, and if we can get to some other topics today, that's fine as well, but I did have the opportunity to write a leadership book for young people a few years ago. It's called Student Leadership Strategies, 21 Easy Ways to Become a Center of Influence in Your Group. The the principles are universal. I believe they're relevant more so now than they ever have been before. So let's get started. What makes an excellent leader? When I wrote my book, I sat out on the patio and I wrote that very same question at the top of my legal pad, what makes an excellent leader? And I decided to just write down as many answers to that question as I possibly could. And I ended up coming up with 30 answers. My goal was 21. As I started writing the book, I realized that those 30 topics merged very easily into 21. And so I came up with 21 ways that people can be a center of influence in their group. Clearly, there will not be time to talk about all 21 of them. If you do want to read the book or order the book, you can either go on Amazon or you can go onto my website, briankwright.com. You can see the digital version and the physical version of that book and my Success Profiles Mental Toughness and Sales book. Uh, You can order either of those at briankwright.com. That's B-R-I-A-N, the letter K, and my last name, W-R-I-G-H-T, briankwright.com. So... Let's start. One of the first things that I think an excellent leader does 
is they have a vision for the future. Now, in my mind, the most effective leaders not only have a vivid image of what they want to accomplish, but they're also able to share that vision in an exciting and compelling way. Bill Gates, when he thought about starting Microsoft, he proclaimed that everyone should be able to have their own computer. Now, I realize that some people listening might not know of a world where computers didn't exist. I, however, do know of a world where computers really didn't exist, at least not proliferated the way they are now. In fact, I remember watching the old Batman TV series, and the computer in the Batcave was huge, absolutely huge, and it seemed to know everything. And it would spit out a card with the answer to Batman's question. It's pretty funny now if you go back. But even back then, that show was very innovative in terms of how it viewed computers. But Bill Gates thought that everyone should be able to own their own computer. That was a a huge leap of faith to go from no one owning a computer or only the very rich people owning a computer to the idea that everyone should be able to own one. People thought he was crazy. Another example, Wilbur and Orville Wright dreamed of a vehicle capable of controlled flight. This is what revolutionized the transportation industry. When people thought about, you know, should man be able to fly? They thought, no, it's for the birds. Literally, they thought that flying was for the birds. And they didn't think that it was possible for man to fly. If man was meant to fly, he would have wings just like birds do. But these two guys believed that it was possible to fly. And and they failed many, many times. I'm sure their airplanes nosedived into the ground many, many times before they got something that lifted off the ground for any length of time. And it revolutionized the way that we transport ourselves around nowadays. We can go from one end of the country to the other in just a few hours instead of you know five or six days in a car. I mean, think about that for a second. Henry Ford inventing the car. Back when the car was invented, people were riding around in horse-drawn carriages. When people were thinking, gosh, how can I get around faster? I'm sure most of them were thinking, just get a faster horse. Well, there's only so fast that a horse can actually go. And so Henry Ford invented a four-wheeled vehicle that gets us around even faster. These people all were extreme visionaries. Gene Roddenberry, when he invented the whole Star Trek universe, he thought about what life could be like in the 24th century. And that's where the series Star Trek came came from. Now, that original series wasn't immensely popular then as it is now. In fact, that show got canceled after only three seasons. But it got picked up in syndication. It got introduced to a brand new audience. Conventions sprouted up. Spinoff series sprouted up. Movies sprouted up. And the people who were in the original series are viewed as rock stars in the TV industry, and rightfully so. Gene Roddenberry had a vision for what he thought the world and the universe would be like 300 years from now. And who knows if some of those things will come true or not. But just the idea of something bigger and better and brighter than now gives people a lot of hope. And that's why people love Star Trek. Talk about a, a current version, Elon Musk. I mean, he has revolutionized two industries, PayPal. He founded PayPal. People can pay each other online without giving their credit card number or their bank account number to the other party. How amazing is that? When you pay somebody in person, you have to give them your check. They can read the numbers on the bottom of your check. You don't know what they'll do with it. The, giving your credit card. You don't know if someone's got a photographic memory or not. I mean, sure, I, I pay both ways. It's so much more convenient to be able to pay online and shop online. And with PayPal, you don't have to give up your payment information to the other party. It's absolutely amazing. His other industry that he has completely revolutionized is travel, just like a couple of the other examples I had. He recently announced that he wants to have an unmanned mission to Mars within the next few years. 
this man is going to revolutionize space travel, and I think it'd be great fun to be able to orbit the Earth for lunch one day. That would just be amazing. And you watch something like that will become very commonplace. Maybe not in my lifetime, but it'll happen. So, extraordinary leaders do not feel limited by their circumstances that they are. They create circumstances to fulfill the vision that they want to create. So, it's about allowing yourself to dream and to imagine what is entirely possible. So, ask yourself a few questions. If you could have anything in life, what would it be and why? If you could imagine anything in the world for you, what would it be and why? How can you obtain that thing that you want? Who do you need help from to make it happen? What resources will you need to facilitate your dreams? And what can you and only you do that can make a difference in the world around you? I've got three callers on the line. Thank you, my friends, for calling in. Scotty, you are up first. How are you today? I'm doing great, Brian. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for calling in. So we're talking about leadership today, and I just talked about having a vision for the future. What do you think about that? I think it's paramount, man. If you don't know where you're going, you're never going to get there. Okay, I'm having a little bit of a hard time hearing. Can we turn the volume up? Sure. Let me try that. How's that? Sounds Better? great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I was just saying that, you know, without a clear vision of your, of your future, you won't get there. Without knowing where you want to go and the steps it takes, you, you'll never arrive. Yeah, absolutely. That's fantastic. So uh, what pertaining to leadership would you like to talk about? Do you have a, a definition of leadership or an example or a story you'd like to share? Well, I would like to elaborate on what you just said about uh, the circumstances not defining you, having to create your own. Yes. You know, I come from a family, uh, not exactly a rich family. I don't come from money. I don't come from success. And I ended up at 16 years old. I was, I was homeless, man. I didn't have a place to live. Wow. And uh, I didn't let that stop me. I had to drop out of high school, and I had so many situations where my circumstances could have left me right there where I was, you know, battled through things like drug addiction, um, a lack of value in myself, bottom, bottom end jobs. And I always had a vision, an idea that I would be something more than that. But I knew that in order to do that, I would have to become a better version of who I was. I'd have to learn things I didn't know. And I would yeah. have to do things that maybe weren't comfortable in order to become a better person. And, you know, fast forward 10 years, and I am probably the comfiest I've ever been in my life, just because yeah. I refuse to accept circumstances as they were. Absolutely. We've got two minutes to our first break. I love what you just said, Scott, about how you have to become someone else in order to obtain your goal. And it's been said by many wise men, uh, wise people, that if you want to achieve something you don't currently have, you have to become someone that you are not right now. You have to become a completely different person. And you found that to be true for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I found that to be true too. When I got my radio show going, I always knew that I could do this, but to see where it's gone from where I started to where it is now is, is mind blowing. And I'm just enjoying this so much. And it is true because I mean, we've all been through stuff and when we go through stuff and we come out of it, we come out of it better people than we were before. Absolutely. Uh, so we got a minute to the break. Tell us a little bit about what you do and then we'll go to the break. I am a podcaster. I run a group online called the Podcast Discovery Center on Facebook, and I help people set up shows, man. That's, that's what I do, and it's, it's a blast. Absolutely, and uh, you, you've, you've helped several people, and, and, and Scott and I are good friends, so 
I can certainly attest to the fact that he does great work. He cares about people. So join his if you if you've ever thought about wanting to start a podcast or a radio show, join his uh, Facebook group, Podcast Discovery Center, and uh, just talk with all the amazing people who belong to that group. That is absolutely fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Scott, for calling in. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me, brother. All right. We will be right back after the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. We talked about how important it is to have a vision for the future. And uh, there are many more leadership principles that will come to after the break. And we've got a couple more callers who are on the line. We'll get to those shortly. Be right back. This is Success Profiles Radio. Stay with us. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Did you know you can quickly grow your business online and offline for free? SmartGuy.com is one of the fastest growing business networks in the world. Managing over 600 city business networks from Los Angeles, California to the country of Bahrain. In just a minute or two, you can add your business and be quickly listed in their global business directory, local business networks, and get a free web page that can actually rank on top of major search engines in as little as one to two weeks. No kidding. Simply go to www.smartguy.com. Fill out your company information and you're set. So add your business for free and find out why everyone loves a smart guy. Smartguy.com. This is the Toginet Radio Network, broadcasting quality programming to the world. Do you have trouble falling asleep and staying asleep? I know that drugs can be addictive and cause a hangover the next day. That's why you need the Sleep Band. The Sleep Band helps you fall asleep quickly and easily and for a longer period of time. This results in a more restful and peaceful night's sleep, which is something all of us need. With the Sleep Band, you will wake up fresh and alert, ready to begin your day. You can get your Sleep Band and other great healing products by visiting HealingFrequencyProducts.com. Check it out today for a better sleep tomorrow. HealingFrequencyProducts.com. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. And today we are talking about leadership-related topics. And before I continue, just want to let you know how you can link up with me. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. Brian K. Wright. You can find me on Facebook. I have a page called Success Profiles Radio. You can also download and subscribe to Success Profiles Radio on iTunes for free anytime you'd like. I would love you to subscribe and leave a review. It would mean a lot. 
It would help the show stay in the rankings. It's cont- continually and can consistently ranked on the What's Hot list on iTunes and careers. And I'm so thankful and happy for all of you that support the show. Another topic I want to talk about relating to leadership is the idea that really excellent leaders make other people feel very comfortable in their presence. And that's a leadership aspect that people don't tend to talk about a lot. Think about this. Let's say you are joining a team or let's say that you are joining a group. I don't know about you, but I tend to be one of the more introverted kinds of people. You put me in a room with people I don't know, I'm a lost puppy. I really am. I will try really hard to to gravitate to one person and then branch out gradually from there. Other people can just walk in the room and say, hey, I'm going to own the room. And they're able to work the room in about an hour and they're done and they know everyone's name when they're done. And I wish I had that skill set. But that's not who I am. I can change though. But here's what you can do. As a leader, if you spot people in the group who are like someone like me, you want to make them feel comfortable in the room. Understand something. Everyone in the group may already know each other. If you are the leader and you see someone brand new, understand that everyone who's already in the room already knows each other. People have been around each other for a long time. They can get comfortable with one another. They may not intentionally slide a new person, but the path of least resistance is to keep things as they already are. And so to be an effective leader, we need to be willing to reach out and include others and another thing to remember is that fearing the unknown can be human nature. We are continually and constantly evaluating whether or not we actually fit in or even if we want to be part of a new group. Doing anything new takes us out of our comfort zones. So here's a suggestion. If you are the leader, resolve first to reach out to that new person and start a conversation. Get to know their interests, their hobbies, their talents, their dreams, their goals, and then remember them. Few things impress me more than people who remember things I've already shared with them even if I still don't know them very well. In fact, I have a friend when I lived back in Nebraska who is an absolute genius at remembering people's names. Even if he hasn't spoken to them for five years and he talks to them only once, he still remembers their name. I'm like, how, how, how do you do this? That is absolutely amazing. That is an amazing skill, being able to remember people's names. So let's go back to one of our callers. We've got three more calls in queue. Brandon, how are you today? I'm doing amazing. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for coming to the show. Brandon's been a past guest. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do, and then we'll talk about leadership. Oh, Brandon, are you there? I'm a entrepreneur. Yeah, can you hear me? I can now, yes. Sorry. Uh, Brandon T. Adams, a serial entrepreneur. Um, uh, I'm an expert crowdfunder. I help people raise money for their ideas on a Kickstarter Indiegogo. And uh, also podcaster, and uh, one of my most recent things to talk about leadership is the event we had in Iowa called Young Entrepreneur Convention. Yeah, absolutely. How was that? Amazing, man. We had uh, we had people from all over the country. I think we had people from twenty five or twenty six states, four different countries. Um, it was a big success. We had some great speakers there, John Lee Dumas, Kevin Harrington, Ken Shamrock, uh, Jeff Hoffman of Priceline. Um, it was a good experience, my first event, uh, and we, we had a good time. And eight months ago, this was an idea. <laughs> Absolutely. And when you were on my show a few months ago, this was something that you were just getting organized. And to go from there to where you are now is Absolutely amazing. Talk about some of the leadership skills that were required to put on a live event and to coordinate everything, getting the speakers, getting the venues, getting the sponsors and the vendors together. What, what kinds of leadership skills are required to put together a live event? 
Well, it takes a lot of work. It's not easy. Anybody that's listening that's done an event, they can relate. Um, uh, we talked about vision, or you were talking earlier about vision and knowing what you want and where you're going to go. I had the vision to create an awesome event, and I dreamt about it, and I knew I wanted to do it. So I uh, acted on it, and I knew I, I needed a team to do that. So within a month of deciding that I wanted to do the event, I built a team. There's over 12 of us. And to build the team, I'm all about selling the vision, making them feel a part of the vision. And they were. I mean, it was a team effort. But showing them what we wanted to create together, one of the largest events in the country. And people believed in the vision, and they wanted to be a part of it. And especially my generation, millennials, we're all about collaboration and coming together to create awesome stuff. So we had worked through that. Um, everybody had their key area that they did. I, I didn't try to micromanage everybody. Um, one person, I mean, for if you know me, uh, I'm not much of a logistical guy. I'm more of the go out and speak and uh, get other people to follow. But uh, we had people that did the back end for doing sponsorships. We had somebody that coordinated with speakers. Uh, I was the person that went out and spoke and got other people to come to the event and just with my connections to be able to get some great speakers there. But everybody worked as a team. And I found out the mastermind principle, if you ever read Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, yes, it's about building a great team and working together in perfect harmony. And that's what we did. We worked as a team, and we all believed in the vision, and we worked together. And, I mean, we saw what it was like to create something awesome, and it was cool to see here last Saturday, or it was going on two weeks ago, um, to have the event and have it a big success. And everything, uh, looking back on it, on the day that I had come up with the idea, and fast forward to me being on stage with the team and in front of a, a crowd of people doing a standing ovation, I mean, talk about a great feeling and visualization. I've been visualizing that for since the day I thought of it. So I, I believe it's very, very needed to visualize your success, knowing what you want, where you're going to go, and then you'll figure out the ways to get there. It'll attract to you, and you'll make it happen. Absolutely. I, I love that. That is so amazing. And things have really taken off for you since you were uh, on the show last. How's Arctic Stick going? Arctic Stick's doing good. It's selling on Amazon. Um, crowdfunding. Uh, my crowdfunding company is blowing up right now. Uh, we're helping people, actually helping helping a shark. Kevin Harrington, he was the original shark on Shark Tank. We're crowdfunding his book right now, Put a Shark in Your Tank, on Indiegogo, which is pretty sweet. Um, that's pretty cool. And uh, got some big campaigns coming up. So it, it's cool to see how things scale. I mean, that scaling process of a, a, a startup, and now we're, we're really blowing up. So, uh, and again, that for that company, we're, we're building a team. And I've seen how the leadership prospect, I mean, as a leader, it can be tough at times. I believe you got to lead by example. you got to work harder than anybody else. But you also got to make everybody else a part of your team feel like they, I mean, they are important. Because without them, you can't build a great company and have them share the success with you. It's not all about you. It's about everybody involved. And if you can do that together, I believe anything in life, you can create Huge success. That's awesome. I thank you so much for calling, Brandon. It's awesome to hear about your success, and we will catch up again very soon, my friend. Hey, thanks a lot, Brian. You're welcome. That was Brandon T. Adams.
And let's go to our next caller, Steve Gamlin. How are you today, Steve? Hey there, Brian. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you, my friend? I'm doing fantastic. Tell us a little bit about what you do before we talk about leadership. I am a professional speaker and author, uh, branded as the motivational firewood guy and also the vision board guy, which is a big part of that's growing uh, with my business. And I just love that Brandon and Scott both talked about having a vision uh, as a leader and being able to share that with your team members. Uh, I, I just think that is such an important thing when you're when you're all sitting at point A, you need somebody to define point B in vivid color. And I love being part of that process. Yeah, and having a vision board allows you to put pictures in front of you that really make that vision a lot more real. Isn't that right? It's true, exactly. And what you want to do is you make sure, and I've done this with individuals, but a growing part of my business is actually doing this in the corporate world. It's a team building and company building exercise where the people build their own individual boards. I've had some companies say, okay, we're going to do a company board and we're going to hang it in the lobby. So everybody picked two pictures of things that this job is going to enable you to have in your life or that's going to help you achieve a goal. That vision board for the company becomes the company's mission statement. And it's just amazing to see the pride when people are emotionally connected to the company more than ever before when you walk into a building. It's, it's really cool when they want to say, yeah, this is my part of the board. And this is my part of the dream and, and how you know, I'm making it happen for the company, but what it's also doing for me as a person. Yeah, that's great. And uh, you and I talked uh, not too long ago. There's a, a very recent leadership story that was in the news that you are a huge fan of. Tell us about that. I love it. Uh, Chubani Yogurt, which is actually the yogurt that I enjoy, uh, the, CCO, the CEO of the company, uh, I apologize to him if he's listening and I'm, I mispronounced his name, Hamdi Yulakaya. Two minutes. Uh, just announced that 2,000 of its full-time workers are going to each be getting what they're calling Chobani shares, which if he ever sells the company or if it goes public, he has set aside some money that could potentially mean up to an average of about $150,000 per employee, depending upon their tenure and full-time status, et cetera. It, it, it could be worth nothing, but it could be worth a substantial amount of money. The best part about it is when he created this program, he said, it is not a gift. It is a mutual promise to work together with a shared purpose and responsibility. Yeah. And I think that is absolutely brilliant of him to have done it that way. Absolutely. We've got about a minute to our break. I love the fact that he involved his employees in a shared vision and gave them a physical stake in the success of that organization. And I think that is an absolutely beautiful story. I hope it works out for them. I hope so. And I, I think I just I want to just buy more of the product because I, I love now being as a consumer, giving all these people a little bit of my money, which with enough people is going to help them in the long run. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Steve, for calling in. I really appreciate you. My pleasure. Thank you, Brian. All right, we're coming up against our next break. We're talking about leadership today, and I'm having guests calling in. If you do want to call in and participate, that number is 866-404-6519. Once again, that's 866-404-6519. We'll talk about more leadership. I've got one more call in queue. We'll talk to Chris right after this break. We will come right back. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we will discuss more leadership-related topics when we return. Please stay with us. 
the mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Looking for the perfect destination in Costa Rica, Panama, or Thailand? Concerned about the economy and looking for an escape plan? Then you need to go to escapeartist.com and learn how you can live, work, invest, retire, or do business overseas. Escape Artist has the perfect plan for you. Join our 400,000 readers and get your free subscription to Escape from America magazine. Visit www.escapefromamerica.com and create your escape plan right now. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. And we were... Talking about leadership this week, I don't have a guest, but I have callers calling in. And if you do want to call in and participate in this amazing discussion about leadership, you can call in 866-404-6519. And the next topic I'd like to introduce is the idea of acting decisively because all great leaders uh, accumulate just enough information to make their decision and then they go for it. They decide and they are committed to that decision. I can give you a couple of examples for me. Uh, when I was a senior in college, it occurred to me that I had enough credits to graduate. Actually, it was, my, it was my fourth year. I was originally thinking about teaching in high school. And so I knew I was going to be in school for five years. But in the early part of my fourth year, I realized that I had enough credits to graduate in the fourth year if I decided to just finish my degree without the teacher certification and go to graduate school and teach college instead. And so I spent a couple of months gathering as much information as I could and trying to decide which way I wanted to go. And finally, one of my professors said, you know what, Brian, eventually you're going to have to decide. You have enough information right now to make an intelligent decision about your future. You can keep gathering information. And if you make a choice now, you might learn something later that could have changed your decision, but you can't beat yourself up over it because when you make a choice, you are doing it based only on the information you currently have right now. You can't beat yourself up for information you discover later because you didn't have that information. And so I decided to go ahead and go to graduate school. And I'm very happy with that decision. It has really shaped, in many ways, the person that I turned out to be because I had some experiences in graduate school that uh, uh, really changed my life. The second decision that really sticks out for me is when I was reading Tony Robbins' book, Unleash the Giant, Awaken the Giant Within, excuse me, his first chapter was about make a decision today. And because of that chapter, I decided to join a gym for the very first time. And so that was very impactful for me. So great leaders make great decisions. And so let's go to our caller. And Chris, how are you today? I'm good. How are you doing? Fantastic. Welcome to the show. What would you like to talk about today regarding leadership? Well, kind of based on what you were just talking about, um, you know, we used to have a thing in the military when we'd tell people to lead, follow, or get out of the way. Yes. And uh, that was that was kind of one of those things where when when uh, you saw people kind of maybe floundering a little bit on a plan, you, you really it was really hard not to step up and take over. 
And, yeah. You know, you were saying, you know, to act decisively. One of the things that we did a lot in the military is you would start your plan. And then once you started your plan, you would start your movement before you even finished the whole thing. And then as you reevaluated what was coming at you, you'd correct course and then you'd continue on with the cor- with the mission. Yeah, that's really great. I would assume that leadership is a little bit different in the military than it is in the civilian world. There's not a lot of warm fuzzies in the military. <laughs> well, you would think that there's a lot of differences, but to be honest with you, the leadership skills that are learned in the military translate over to the civilian world quite well. Oh, that's great. That's great. How do you think being in the military has shaped uh, who you are in terms of the leader that you've become in your life and your career? Well, basically, what it, what it helped me do is it helped me realize what my strengths and weaknesses were. And by understanding each of those strengths and weaknesses that I have, I was able to create my company, Ripka Media Group, by filling the gaps. And what I mean by filling the gaps is anywhere where I had a weakness, I would find someone that was stronger than me to be able to, to jump in and take ownership of that role. Yeah. That is so important because you have to recognize what you're good at and what you're not good at. Do the thing that you are passionate about and are good at and source out the stuff that you're not very good at. Because if you're trying to do everything yourself, your company will only rise to the strength of your weakness, if that makes sense. I mean, you can only be good at so many things. In fact, you're probably, any of us are only probably really, really good at maybe only one or two things, really, truly, and we're not nearly as good at all the rest. Surround yourself, just like you just said, Chris, surround yourself with people who are better at the things that you're not good at, and you have a chance to rise a whole lot higher. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, For example, podcasting. I'm not very good on the technical side of things, so I brought somebody in who was a technical genius. Now everything flows really nice and tight and don't have any problems with it. That's great. So tell us real briefly what you do. You mentioned Ripka Media Group. Tell us what that's about. Well, I'm the CEO and founder of Ripka Media Group. And what we are is we're actually a podcast network where we bring podcasters in and we promote them. And then we also team them up with different sponsorship packages. And uh, we create a, a laser-focused marketing effort for the, for the sponsor. The, what differentiates us from other networks is we don't charge our, our podcast family members to come in. We, they've already got the fees that they already have to deal with on a month-to-month basis. So for us, it felt really kind of shady to, to have to uh, charge the podcaster an extra fee just to be a member of a group. So we decided to cut all that out, run it more like a television studio, bring the shows on that we feel are going to be able to help our sponsors, and we buy airtime against their show to be able to be able to give back to the podcasters. Wow, that sounds really amazing. That sounds great. Any final words of wisdom you'd like to share with us before I move on to our next caller? Leadership comes in all packages, sometimes the most insignificant person can rise up and lead your company or or your group to greatness. A great leader knows how to recognize other great leaders in their groups. Keep your eyes out. 
Absolutely. Being able to recognize talent is so, so important. And, and talent and character are both very, very important. Let me ask you this, Chris. If you had a chance to choose someone with great character or someone with great talent, who would you pick? Character. Every, every day of the week. I love that. I would always you, go with the guy with character. You can always teach someone how to do something, but you can't teach someone how to be a nice person or an effective person or a great person. That's something that you hope that someone learned at home. Absolutely. And the better the person is character-wise, the better their leadership qualities are. Even if they've never been in a leadership role before, those tendencies will just leap out. As soon as you put a little bit of responsibility on the shoulders, you'd be amazed what they can accomplish. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for calling, Chris. I really appreciate you. Right. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. All right. Thank you so much, Chris. And we have another caller. Cole Johnson, how are you today, Cole? Hey, Cole are you there? I'm sorry. Can you hear me? Cole, yeah, are you there? Can you, can you hear me? Yes, I yeah, can hear you now. Can you hear me? I can hear oh, you okay, now. Good. Thank you so much. Great. Oh, no problem. Thank you, Brian, for having me. Hey, you're welcome. Uh, the connection might not be the greatest. Okay, maybe it's a little bit better now. Great. So we've been talking about leadership. Uh, we've been talking about having a vision for the future. We've been talking about making people feel uh, welcome in your presence. We've been talking about uh, acting decisively. What would you like to talk about in terms of leadership? What's your experience like uh, in terms of experiencing good leadership or being a good leader? Well, I, I would say that I would probably go on a radical tangent and bent in a whole different direction, and that is uh, leadership is the ultimate form of servitude. Uh, the best leaders that I have seen, both spiritually and secularly, have been those who actually want to invest their time and their resources into other people who they feel is worth the energy and the effort. And that's a concept that I don't really hear too much talked about when it, when it comes to leadership. So yeah. I would say the greatest leaders are the best servants. Absolutely. I mean, that even, that even goes back to Bible times. I mean, Jesus taught that. You know, the greatest leaders are those who are the servants. The greatest among you will be the least, and the least will be the greatest. Yeah. Yeah, and... You know, just in, in my in my world, uh, the, I always say the, the best leader that I've ever known really was my own father. And how he was with me was the exact same way as he was with, and he had 200 employees at one time. And he was the exact same way with them as, as he was with me. He would, he would be willing to point out difficult things and with ease and, and with mastery and with, with compassion and would be willing to encourage and praise when necessary, too. It, it was really, it re I really had a master class, really a, a PhD in leadership in dealing with how my father handled people. It was, it was remarkable, and I take that with me now, even to this day. Wow, that's fantastic. Uh, any specific examples you want to share? Uh, here's, here's one that probably seems a little off the beaten path about okay. him. Uh, one day he had one of his supervisors that that he was in charge of come to him and she was wanting to basically get advice about something about life and as of course 
my fa- as my father's custom, he heard her and dispensed wonderful advice to her. Then he actually said, you know what, maybe you can help me with this. And he told her this issue that, that he had, and she was willing to pour back into him. And so I, I sort of knew the answer, but I wanted to pick his brain. I said, well, wow, that, that's really interesting, Dad, that you, that, that you were willing to, to listen to someone who was 30 years your, your, your junior. Uh, what, uh, what was the... What was the you know what was the reason why you did that? And he said, "Well, you can learn from anybody. Yeah. So why would I why would I not want to take from wherever I can grab the the, the wisdom? Yeah, that's absolutely true. I mean, you can learn from anybody, especially the older you get. Uh, it, you need to really embrace the idea that there are people who know more about some things than you do, and and it, that's true anybody. There are things that I'm really good at, and there are a lot of things I'm not very good at, and I can learn from anybody. I think anybody out there can learn from anybody, and when you're open up, open-minded enough to realize that, I think your influence can become a lot stronger because now you're acknowledging what someone's good at, and that's what we talked about earlier is acknowledging and recognizing talent and, and skills and knowledge that is outside of yourself, and if you can access that, you have a much better chance of succeeding. Does that make sense? Oh, it makes plenty of sense. Makes Absolutely. plenty of sense, and, and that's what I—that's what I had to learn from him. That very thing that you actually just stated. That's fantastic. We've got under two minutes to the next break, so tell us briefly, Cole, what it is that you do, and uh, enlighten our audience. Okay, well, I'm involved in the media business. Uh, I also host a podcast called Cole Sports, and it's funny. One of the things that I have, one of the vehicles that I have, is why you go to mind the five greatest QBs of all time. And in sports, there is no greater position of leadership than quarterback. And it's great to see the different models formed there. So, you know, I talk about those things. I try to talk about the the entertaining aspects of sports and, of course, the human interest aspects of it as well. And I I have a ball with it. I really do. And, And I'm learning that along this journey that, the, the 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 horizon for me is starting to expand. Yeah. I'm like okay, so this is more than just box scores. It's more than just how much a player is making. It's yep. about the humanity of the individuals that I cover. And yeah, in doing that, it actually has opened me up to, to so many different doors. Great. And, and, and we I are realized that that we're coming up yeah. on our break. We will be right back. Please stay with us. This is Success Profiles Radio. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Do you have trouble falling asleep and staying asleep? I know that drugs can be addictive and cause a hangover the next day. That's why you need the Sleep Band. The Sleep Band helps you fall asleep quickly and easily and for a longer period of time. This results in a more restful and peaceful night's sleep, which is something all of us need. With the Sleep Band, you will wake up fresh and alert, ready to begin your day. You can get your Sleep Band and other great healing products by visiting HealingFrequencyProducts.com. Check it out today for a better sleep tomorrow. HealingFrequencyProducts.com. It's Merchant. 
particular food item that you absolutely crave to the point of madness? Then you're an opsomaniac like me. I love avocados, for instance, probably because avocados have more protein, fat, and calories than any other fruit. Some folks are afraid of the avocado, nicknaming it the alligator pear for slippery and yucky. What's the word for the fear of food? Cityophobia. Talk about yummy snacks, let's not forget potato chips. A pound of potato chips costs 200 times more than a pound of potatoes, or tater tatties as Aussies call them. The slang word spud derives from the spade-like tool used to dig them out. What's another word for mashed potatoes? Pachi pachi. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my new app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. We're back. This is Success Profiles Radio, and I am your host, Brian K. Wright. We're talking about leadership this week, and we've had a few people call in. If you still want to call in, you sure can, 866-404-6519. I've got way more material than I'm going to have time for, which is just fine. I prepared as if I wasn't going to have anyone calling in, but I'm always pleasantly surprised when people actually do. It fills out the hour quite nicely. So here's something that I want to talk about in terms of leadership skills. People who are great leaders are excellent problem solvers because if you are building anything worth having, anything worth remembering, it's not going to be smooth sailing all the way through. In fact, I've seen memes on Facebook where people say, uh, you know, success, people think success looks like this and it's a picture of a straight line. And on the other side of the box, it shows what success is really like and it shows a line jagging in circles and knots all over the place before you finally get to where you're going. And that's really true. And you're going to experience problems along the way. So when I wrote my book, The Student Leadership Strategies, 21 Easy Ways to Become a Center of Influence in Your Group, which you can get at briankwright.com and on Amazon, one of the things I talked about was redefining the word problem and talking about it as a challenge. Because let's face it, the word problem has such a negative energy around it. But when you use the word challenge, some people really like that word because it's something that you get to overcome. You can treat it more like a game. You can treat solving that issue like a game. And one of the classic examples I shared in my book is that you have to select a life metaphor that serves you. And Tony Robbins talks about life metaphors in his work. But think about this, life being like a Jeopardy game. All the answers are there. All the answers are on the board. But you earn points and you win the game by asking the right questions, don't you? And so it is with life. All the answers are there. The winner is the one who asks the right questions. And so the quality of your life is determined by the quality of the questions that you ask. And that's something else that Tony Robbins hammers home all the time when he speaks and when he writes. And it's absolutely true. And the thing that I love about that metaphor is there's a baseline assumption that there is an answer for everything. There is no hopeless situation. There is a solution. It exists. It absolutely exists. So go for it. Just get real creative with the questions that you're asking yourself and define your challenge very specifically. So let's just say uh, that you are trying to raise money for something. I have a friend. He's a, a musician, and he just completed a crowdfunding campaign. It actually has three days left. 
but he's trying to raise $10,000 so that he can record his, his EP and his next album. He's already got an album with his band Shattered Silence. His name is Justin Gambito, really good friend of mine. And he had three days left. And today he got to his $10,000 goal. And on Kickstarter, if you're familiar with that, you have to raise the money or you don't get any of it. So there's a huge risk, high risk, high reward situation. So proud of him for being able to raise that money. But he defined his challenge very specifically. He wanted to raise $10,000 so he could buy studio time and have the equipment available to record his next album. And so he has that money now, and he's going to be able to fulfill his dream of recording his next album. And so that's something that is a very specific example of what we're talking about. So view the problem as a challenge. Assume that all the answers are available to you because they are, because life is like a Jeopardy game, and define your challenge very, very specifically. All great leaders do that. So when you define your challenge, you have to do it in a very measurable way. And great leaders set measurable goals. And let me just outline some steps that you can take. And if you are uh, not driving your car right now, you can get out a sheet of paper and, and maybe take a few notes because great leaders set measurable goals. And so here's some easy steps to creating and establishing and accomplishing your goals. Number one, make a list of things that you'd like to accomplish. Write down as many things as you can. Let your mind run wild. I mean, let this be your bucket list, if you will. Write down as many things as you can, a list of things that you want to accomplish. The next thing you need to do is to set timelines. Without a timeline, you can't measure it. And it'll be very, very easy to procrastinate and not do anything about it. So have a time frame in mind. The next thing, the third thing you want to do is to pick out three or three to five of the most important goals that you want to accomplish this year. So you're just going to focus on just a handful of these, three to five goals you want to accomplish in the next 12 months. This will help you identify the things that are most important to you. Because after a while, I mean, you might look at this same list a year from now and realize that some of the items weren't as important to you as you thought they were. So that's why I want you to focus on the ideas and the goals that are most important to you right now because you just never know if the others will even be important to you for a year from now or not. And you might come up with some new goals and new dreams in the next few months that maybe are even more important than the ones you have written down. So pick the three to five most important things. It'll give you a place to start so you don't feel overwhelmed by everything you want to do. The fourth thing you want to do is identify the resources available to you. This could be books. It could be tapes. It could be magazines, teachers, family, friends, experts. It could be this show, Success Profiles Radio. I have speakers and guests who have... uh, Many, many different areas of expertise, whether it's health, whether it's relationships, whether it's building a business, whether it's crowdfunding, whether it's leadership, whether it's using social media. I've had uh, guests who are expert in LinkedIn. I've had a guest who is an expert in Periscope. I had people like Jack Canfield on the show, The Success Principles. Uh, Laurel Langmeyer, who's an expert at building wealth, just so many great people use this as a resource wherever you get your information Uh, have resources available to you. Number five, have something visual or tangible available to remind you of the outcomes that you want. And Steve Gamlin, who just called in a while ago, has a vision board program. And he would tell you that having visual imagery surrounding your goal, associated with your goal, is an absolute great way to physically manifest what you want. If your goal is to have a car, Make a certain amount of money, lose weight, graduate from school, visit a foreign country. Have pictures of those items to remind you every day what you're seeking to achieve because if you've got those in front of you, you're going to see that. I know somebody who has a, a, a software program where you can have your vision board be your screensaver and it will 
flash images of the pictures that you are visualizing as your screensaver. So every few seconds, it'll just briefly flash that picture so that it's subconsciously planted in your mind. I wish I remembered what it was called. I really, really do. But you could probably Google uh, vision boards for your, your desktop or for your, your screen uh, and, and find something. But just have pictures and some way of reminding yourself. Number six, identify the potential obstacles. Now, that might seem counterintuitive because you don't want to focus on the issues that you have, but you need to know what could get in the way of achieving your goal. Knowing what could get in your way is just as important as knowing what you need to do. Saying yes means that you're saying no to something else. So, for example, you can't write a book if you spend five hours a day watching television. So you have to identify the obstacles. If watching too much TV is an obstacle, admit it. The strength comes from identifying what the obstacles are and being prepared to do something about it. So identify what could get in your way and strategize how you can eliminate or go around or go over or go under or whatever the proper terminology for you is, how to blast that obstacle out of your way. Finally, have a specific plan of action. Know what you need to do every single day to get to where you want to be. This is how you will stay focused every single day. Great leaders establish measurable measurable goals. In fact, back in the 60s when uh, John F. Kennedy was president, he proclaimed back, I believe it was either 1962 or 1963, that by the end of the decade, we were going to set foot on the moon. That was a very, very bold vision because the Russians were ahead of the United States in the space race at that time. And he said, we're going to put a man on the moon. And that really galvanized uh, that industry. And people got very excited about the idea of putting a man on the moon. And in 1969, it happened. Here's something else I want to talk about. We've got about five minutes left in the show. Having impeccable integrity is so important to being an amazing leader. Right now, we see a lot of examples of leadership where integrity seems to be lacking. So if you want to stand out, you need to have integrity. Here's an example. If you have not seen the movie 12 Angry Men, see it. See it. It is a great, great movie. The storyline Synopsis of the storyline, an 18-year-old Latino is accused of stabbing his father to death. Twelve jurors were deciding his fate after the trial. The first vote was 11 to 1 in favor of uh, convicting this guy guilty. Henry Fonda's character was the one dissenting vote. He thought, we need to talk about this some more. He said that he didn't think the guy did it, and he thought there was purely circumstantial evidence involved. Now, as the plot evolved, you realize that some of the jurors had personal biases against the defendant. Others were more interested in, in the group agreeing on something without regard to whether that decision was the right one or not. He certainly was not the most popular room guy in the room by far, but eventually he succeeded in getting everyone to agree with him because here's the caveat. Making the right choice is much more important than making the easy choice, and that's what makes you stand out. So just remember that. If you've got a couple of choices in front of you, there's one choice that's probably going to be right and one choice that's going to be very, very easy. Be very diligent in recognizing which is which. Making the right choice will help you every single time. We've got less than three minutes until the end, so here's the last thing that I want to talk about. An excellent leader has goals that are ecological. Now, what does that mean? You probably don't hear a lot of leadership, leadership experts talking about having ecological goals. Well, here's what it means. It means having goals that benefit everyone around them. 
lots of people now in leadership positions have their own personal agenda. And you see this in politics, and I'm not going to get political, but you see every time we have a new administration in office, they all have an agenda. Everyone has an agenda in politics, and they will enact policies that they believe will benefit, well, themselves. I mean, Congress gets to vote themselves a pay raise. What company lets you, the employee, vote on a pay raise? Of course you're going to say yes. And when senators tell us that they think they're underpaid and they're making six figures, I don't believe that for a second. Tell that to someone who's living on welfare. It's just not right. So having goals that better everyone, that benefit everyone around them. An example of someone who didn't do that, Hitler, for obvious reasons, the Holocaust. Uh, my goodness. Now, here's, here's the interesting thing, though. You can have all of these other leadership principles that we've talked about be right, except for this one. You could be great at recruiting. You could be great at setting goals. You can make people feel welcome. But if you don't have goals that are uh, helpful to others, you're not going to be a great leader. Uh, we are coming up to the end of the show. We've only got about 30 seconds left, and I'm really sorry to the caller who's on the line right now. Uh, we'll do this again sometime soon, and we'll invite more callers. But I hope you found this discussion helpful. Again, if you want to get the book, Student Leadership Strategies, 21 Easy Ways to Become a Center of Influence in Your Group, uh, go to Amazon. You can go to my website, briankwright.com, to get that. And we will be back next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern, where we will meet with uh, amazing leaders who are wildly successful in their fields, and it's going to be a great time. We'll go back to having a guest starting next week. Please join us, and until then, I am so happy and grateful that you decided to join us on this journey. Be back next week. This has been Success Profiles Radio. Have a great week, everyone. Take care. Goodbye. Success Profiles Radio with your host Brian K. Wright. Each week we'll explore different aspects of success and how to